0: The O.C. Bombers Podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 30 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. Welcome to the O.C. Bombers Podcast. And now, here's Neil.
1: Hey, Scotty, how
0: are you? I am excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, sir? fantastic number 96 Nine, six, number 96, 96. and today's may the 4th
1: may the 4th i'm glad you know i'm so glad i was going to bring that up right out of the bat be- so, because um,
0: because it's national
1: orange juice day i know oh, that's why you were bringing it up no i was going to say may the 4th be with you
0: oh yeah the whole star wars thing i guess people are into that
1: right do you know what do you know what year that started uh,
0: the May the Fourth thing? No,
1: I do when not. When It became pop culture. Well, you have it, any idea? It seems
0: like within the past ten years, it's really caught on.
1: No, this surprised me. According to Wikipedia, nineteen seventy nine. Uh, what? That's what I said. Maybe, maybe very. I, 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 I'll question Seventy
0: nine, when there was only one movie I out?
1: I, I, I already. I, I have. I have one more question for you. Yes. Okay. What do you say, like if somebody says, may, may, may the fourth be with you, what do you say back to that person? What's the pr- appropriate greeting?
0: I always say, yeah, that's great. But may the fourth is my big sister Jody's birthday. So happy birthday to her. That's what I always say.
1: Touche. What,
0: what is the You're supposed to say, and may the fourth be with you.
1: And also with you. I mean, or, it's very, it's very or, church-like. Or may the force be with us all. May the fools be with you. Anyway, the fools will be Well, with ha- happy you. May the 4th. Happy oh. birthday, Jody. Happy
0: birthday, Jody. And happy National Orange Juice Day. Neil.
1: I, I, I like orange juice.
0: Neil, the question is. I'm going to Florida tomorrow. I'm going to drink some orange juice. Go ahead. Pulp. No pulp. Calcium. Extra pulp. Where do you stand on your OJ?
1: I could go either way with pulp or no pulp. I really I, I really I really have no preference. I really I like them both. I really oh, I'm not kidding.
0: Yeah, um I, I would go no pulp.
1: Um because the pulp does remind you of that fresh squeezed orange juice. Oh, I I tell you what, fresh squeezed is
0: great, especially when you add my dad, if, if you add a little bit of orange vodka and Sprite to orange juice, oh, it's perfect.
1: My dad used to make fresh orange juice every every once in a while on Sunday cool. mornings.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. It was nice. Hey, speaking of that, what's your number ninety-six this week? Oh, so hey. one of my
1: one, one of my dad's favorites <laughs> <laughs> artists. No, seriously, he did like. I think he did like Bruce Springsteen. I think he thought he was Jewish. <laughs> He's a good. No, he did not you. think that at all. I'm, I'm <laughs> that's a, that's an Adam Sandler joke. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But this is what, number ninety-six this week. is from the uh, two thousand fourteen release from Bruce Springsteen's album High Hopes this was his 18th release 18th. In, in 2014 now this this album this is kind of reminds me a little bit I, as i looked at it and thought about it and listened to it reminds me a little bit of the album that just came out recently last year Bruce Springsteen album where he had a bunch of songs that he kind of had laying around and he kind of put them together and and and, got, and 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 re-record and recorded them
0: so, like old stuff that he had right. demos of, brought them out, dusted them off, and, and they forced do them down your throat.
1: Yeah. And, 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 and it brought the E Street back. But now I will say the, the, the interesting part about this about this album and this tour was Tom Morello was played on this album. You know who Tom Morello is? No. Do you ever hear of the band Rage Against the Machine? Yes. He is the kind of the Rage Against Machine guy, right? Okay. So he, play, he plays guitar in this. And also, he would tour with him, which Lisa and I went to go see him in this tour up in Hershey, Pennsylvania, at the Hershey Park. Great oh. great concert, great day. Chocolate and Bruce, what else do you need, Scotty? That's, that's, that's <laughs> a perfect day right there for <laughs> the me. Sweet, the sweetest place on earth. All right, but let's get back to the album. But anyway, Tom Morello on his album. Listen to the – I want you to listen very carefully to the, the Ghost of Tom Joad. It's an old Springsteen song. Tom Morello, his guitar is angry on this one, okay? So just listen oh, to it and enjoy it.
0: All right. Angry angst. Good. Hey, awesome. Number 96. It?
1: and there's only four more right it's top 100 list well we have 112 but uh, um, you know i don't know i think that this is like 96 right there's that's a lot of that's a good album for 96 it's quality you know i mean really i, sure, I, Your
0: list is I quality. we we might get into some more music things a little later in the podcast a little okay ooh little a machine, tease. right. let's go to the feedback machine let's
1: go, hey, what's happening, what's happened what's happened the feedback machine
0: no love <laughs> Or lay Miserables.
1: Of course, Nobody likes it. So Lay so, Miserable.
0: Right. So we've <laughs> tapped into to the Z Geist there with that.
1: Z- what does that mean, Z-geist?
0: Uh look it up. I don't know. I like words <laughs> I don't really know the meaning of, but I kind of think I do.
1: Okay, you make it to you, George. <laughs>
0: uh a, a lot of feedback with things not monkeys. Like uh King Louis. Yeah. He is an orangutan. And an ape, so therefore not a monkey. Oh, my God. And Can and I get some also, poetic
1: license? I'm I'm an artist. <laughs> and also, um, <laughs> uh, uh,
0: my cousin Chris said he loves grape ape. And, uh, you know, it's an ape. So it it's not quite a monkey. But if, if we're letting things slide, let, let's let it slide.
1: How, how about the gorilla if we're going to go with the grape ape? No, the...
0: no, I draw the line at <laughs> McGill and Gorilla. <laughs> Also, we did not mention sea monkeys.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. What's what, what the deal with those?
0: Do you remember the, the novelty aquarium pet? They were always in the back of comic books.
1: Yeah. How many times you buy those for what? Like, they're like $8. $8, $8 right. a dollar and like $8.99 shipping? Them,
0: right. You put them in water and they grow. What they are is a little brine shrimp. So, really? Yeah. And they live a little bit. So they're they're still alive in their little freeze dried packet of powder. You put them in the water and they have fun. They have a great life. And you know what? Technically, I didn't know this. They are edible. I well, that's why I was going with this. Really, I didn't know this. I think we should get some sea monkeys and then eat them on the podcast. Maybe yep. the OCB kitchens could maybe,
1: maybe Doug, so. Doug Brinkworth's sister was eating sea monkeys in, in, instead of a uh, dog food <laughs> or oh, boogers. <laughs> dog food and boogers and sea
0: monkeys. It's <laughs> on the menu. <laughs> Also, we mentioned Mike Nesmith was in a band after The, the Monkees. Yes, it is the first national band.
1: The first national band. What do you call uh, it?
0: Th- uh, I think just the National Band. But <coughs> no, that
1: I, I you turned me on to that. But I listened to it. I I'm going to listen to yeah. it this week on vacation because it was it's it, it's solid. It's, it's unbelievable. It's very
0: good. They had three albums in like a year and a half. Very very good stuff. Also, my sister in law, my only sister in law, and my favorite sister in law. Laura reminded me of another monkey. I sh- I should have brought up Mojo Jojo from the Powerpuff Girls.
1: I am I I am not tracking the Powerpuff Girls, but okay. okay so that, that was a TV
0: show on the Cartoon that, Network.
1: Okay, this is your like 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 um your Rory would have watched this. Is that correct?
0: Oh yes, and I
1: mean Rory and Riker's I used yes, to...
0: all okay. the time, and they're uh, three little girls uh, superheroes. But Mojo Jojo was their main arch nemesis. He had a big brain and he talked very funny like, I am on the podcast. I am Mojo Jojo and I can do things for you. I am in Townsville and I'm the number one villain in Townsville. Mojo Jojo.
1: This is vaguely familiar and I'll I'll give it to you.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) And uh, Big Sister Jody also brought up- Happy birthday. Let's
1: have a drink for Jody.
0: Oh, drink! Cheers, Jody. Ah, oh, uh, she said there was a monkey on Friends. Didn't Ross have a monkey on Friends or something like that?
1: Yeah, but you know, it, the monkey was more annoying than Ross. So I just kind of ignored him on, on that show. I, I, I really, I'm not a big Ross. That's he annoyed me on that show. Oh, absolutely!
0: I agree with you there.
1: The, he did have a monkey, but that was like one of those, kind of like the um, with the, with the organ grinder, organ, yeah, organ grinder. Yes.
0: Now the <laughs> other monkey she brought up was when we were kids. There was a Montgomery Ward store at the Fredericktown Mall. We always called it Monkey Ward instead of Montgomery Ward.
1: Wah wah! Well, you every time you tell these every every time you tell these Montgomery stories, I just it's it's it, it. If we're,
0: we, we were uh, very <laughs> sheltered and bizarre. Yes.
1: <laughs> By the way, I did see the picture on the Facebook machine of you and a young, a young Scotty and young Jody on the beach.
0: Oh Isn't yes, that was that was in Ocean City, circa 1980, we- probably. Wow. wow. And uh, w- we did make it up to uh, North Central Pennsylvania. Yeah, how we- was that? Yeah, it was very nice. Uh I so I got my second uh vaccination shot. Kelly and I have them all. Bud and Eileen have them, so it was time to go up and uh visit. Good again. for you guys. Good for you great guys weekend. Very fun. Got some local craft beer.
1: And you ate, ate good uh North Central PA food.
0: Yes, I got uh some great ring bologna, some <sighs> deviled eggs. I'm I'm still on my deviled egg diet.
1: Okay, good, of course. <laughs>
0: And and mom's little twist that she does on deviled eggs is she uses Miracle Whip instead of mayo. Ooh! So so that was a nice little change of pace. Nice. So yeah. what have you been up to,
1: Neil? Well, you know, <clears throat> I have been very busy, very consumed with the new patio that I that we just put out in our backyard. Oh my god! I, that to, to that point, I have the, I, I know you're. Gonna, I said I'm confessing I didn't even listen to last week's podcast because I've been consumed with this mm. patio. But I can't just- believe that, Neil. Let me just give you a little context of what's going on here. So, um, let me give you a little context. Back in January, Lisa and I said we we're going to put a little patio between our detached garage and our and our home, which is the whole thing is about a 12 by 11 space where I barbecue. Figured put a barbecue, a couple of chairs, fire pit, make a nice place, look at it. So, did, oh, that was delightful. It was beautiful. It's great. Great. It was going to be a great place. And great. we're looking forward to it. I did my market research, got, 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 got some uh, bids. And this guy La- La- Larry, the patio guy, gave me a bid. It was right kind of in the middle. It wasn't the cheapest guy, wasn't the most expensive. So then I kind of, uh, so I decided I was going to go with him. But the first thing you do, Scotty, when you when you um, go with a contract, you don't know you check references, right? Always
0: check the references, especially if it's Larry, the patio guy. <laughs> <Exactly>. You're
1: done. <laughs> so anyway, no, that's a, that's a good. That's a good record. He's like, so he gave me a couple of numbers. He's like. Yeah, I asked is Larry reliable? How's his work? Timely. He's like, he is reliable. Timeliness is not the greatest thing in the world, he said. But (laughs) but what what one thing that came to I heard and I think listen to people. People will tell you the truth. Larry has become part of his family. Oh, okay. I was like, and somehow that resonated with me. So got the paperwork done. We had to get Signed a contract with Larry, you know, and uh, had to get, we were back and forth getting with the association, kind of getting that thing done with the condos. Oh, the, I uh, hate agency. Homeowners Association. Yes. Anyway, got through that. That's a different podcast. We'll talk about that at a different time, okay? So anyway, got so then in between us going back and forth to this, I found a lot out about Larry. Larry is born on Christmas Day. Right? Oh, very nice. Larry's also 79 years old doing this. Larry the patio guy. 79 years old. Getting it. Done. Wait. Are you get. ready for this? Larry worked at NIST at one time in his career. He is an engineer.
0: <laughs> Done. Perfect.
1: <laughs> Larry then had a career at NRC. He's been doing this for like the last 30 years or so. He does it for fun. By the he's way, he missed the legacy. Exactly. He goes, it he was like, like this other. Like, do you know so and so? I go, Larry, I have. I uh, I started in 1992. You were uh, <laughs> and, I, and I, got, I my my rapport was it was like like you know, it was like me and you it was like kind of like yeah Larry stop right. <laughs> anyway, by the way, Larry's grandson has the same birthday as me, December third.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, same year? No, huh? not not the same year.
1: Not not the same year. No, no. So and Larry's got three children. So anyway, so. We're back and forth. So in between, like, you know, the weather's getting good. Everything's approved by the association. It's March. We're ready, ready to break ground, right? Call Larry up. Larry, what's going on? Said, hey, listen, Neil, the, the real estate market's really hot. We're deciding we're going to sell our house. So I got to put everything's on delay. I got to get my house in shape to sell it. like So Larry's putting his house on the real estate market. Larry's house is like a $1.4 million house.
0: Ooh, so Larry looked at- done quite well for
1: himself. Like, and this is a North Potomac. It's like a nice property. It's old, and he's a contractor. So he's taking good care of it. So I looked up on Zillow and just a couple of things. Lisa went, Wow, three or four times. Let's just, just leave it at that. Okay.
0: North <laughs> Potomac.
1: So it's, but Larry says, hey, All right, Larry, that's great. So what are you going to do? He's like, Well, we're going to move to an apartment. We'll figure out our next steps. Okay. Great. That sounds fun. He's going to hit when the market's high and then figure out the next steps. Sounds reasonable, right? Sure. All right. Let's fast forward a week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> is, is this where Larry moves in with the
1: Alderodes? <laughs> I, I offer that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my goodness!
1: <laughs> but all right, so so then we so so, all right, so then, then Larry's kids got involved. So Larry's kids are probably about my age and your age. You know, he's he's, he's seventy nine. So he's right, got three kids: right. two daughters and a son. One in Colorado, two two in Florida. One is one you know it's a snowbird between here in Florida. Now, why I know this, I don't know, but I'm telling you, I know this. Anyway, so his kids are making him – made him buy a house in Boynton Beach, Florida. Boynton uh, – Neil? No. 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 <laughs> no. Thank, you. Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you. Scott. But now <laughs> – we'll get to that. Well, that's a little inside joke me and Scott have. But all right. The other point I want to make is that I know exactly where he's going to be living in Boynton Beach, Florida. I mean I really – the intersection where he's going to be, the development is new – and once again, Larry's not moving into any kind of. He's moving into like a million dollar house in his neighborhood, which is unbelievable. Like, Larry, what do you need this house for? He goes, I don't know. My kids told me I need this house. I don't know. And also, I'm telling you, you got to listen to your kids, but but you know, because that's important. But like, anyway, the all right. So here's the kicker. It's so like, <laughs> okay, what are your kids? What are your kids like? You know, he's talking about is very very proud about because like they like they have a lot wealthy. They have a couple of houses. Like, well, how they how they make their living? And they, he tells me, I was like, but you know, like they're wealthy, but. Asking to buy you a cup of coffee. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> then he talks about how they went out to they go out to dinner all the time. And, I get, and it's like he's going and they're like they're ordering appetizers, you know, $12 specialty drinks. And me and my wife are sharing a meal. I got diabetes and I got to watch <laughs> my sugar. I can't eat this. I can't have dessert. But that doesn't stop them.
0: <laughs> and these kids have T Rex arms when the bill comes
1: out, right? Oh my God. I don't believe it. anyway. So, but the point being, so anyway, the patio is done and it is beautiful. <laughs> oh well, good, good he craftsmanship. Did, uh, and, and this is like that. This is one of his last jobs. Was oh. Larry, Larry, the patio guy's last job? Now, he's, now, also, I forgot to mention that Larry, Larry, didn't do any of the work. It was Juan that was with him the whole time.
0: <laughs> so wait, so so, what's the point of Larry then being there?
1: Larry, Larry, and Juan. It was like it could have been a sitcom, and they and like Juan would give him kind of crap back and forth a little bit. <laughs> it's like you know, and Juan didn't speak much English. But they kind of communicated, and I was worried about Juan. I don't know what Juan's going to do. I hope Juan goes that one. to Florida, so I this is what I do. I have Larry's number. I will continue when I go to down to the east coast of Florida, Boynton Beach. You you um, got a I, place to stay. I, I I I will I will visit Larry and follow up with Larry, but uh, Larry the Patio Man. So that is awesome. And you know what? Maybe we'll have a, a, a we'll, we'll shoot a podcast live from the uh, from Larry the Patio guys. Up, I, I would lo- you know? I would love
0: to do that if I'm allowed to come along. I would love to do that.
1: Fire fire pit. We got a fire pit going to Adirondack chairs, like kind of. Like a bar table. Did he keep... put his
0: initials on the patio somewhere? <laughs> he did not. Nah. I, I, I don't know. Take a double.
1: I, I I have a picture of him. I have a picture with him, though. Okay.
0: Oh, that's perfect. We got to post right. that one. All right. Good. All right, Neil. Let's uh, take a break. And when we come back, we're going to learn all kinds of crazy fun stuff and have just the best time ever. That sounds
1: like a blast. <laughs>
0: What do you get when a convenience store clerk and a small engine mechanic have to share an apartment just to make ends meet? Hey, what the? Who put a Hostess Zinger snack cake in my carburetor? Oh, I was looking for that. Mmm,
1: delicious.
0: Tormond? <laughs> OCB Studios is proud to present The Tormond and Neighbor Jeff Show. You loved their zany antics on the OCB podcast. Now they've got their own spin-off show. I don't know, neighbor Jeff. I just don't think our landlord will accept another push mower as payment for this month's rent. Trust me. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Darman! Neighbor Jeff! Uh-oh! The landlord! That's right. It's Sachita playing the landlord. Where's... My rent.
1: Would you take another push-mower?
0: No, but I would accept payment in snack cakes.
1: (laughs) Tormund, pay her with your snack cakes. Well, I would, but I ate them all.
0: (laughs) Tormund! The Tormund and Neighbor Jeff Show. Coming soon to the new OCB Video Streaming App. The OCB video streaming app has been approved for broadcast throughout the tri-state
1: area. Yes, yeah, so I think uh, we'll get, um, when I go down to Boyton Beach, I'll take Larry to get a nice corned beef sandwich and maybe I'll hook him up with, with, with the in-laws. I think I think Larry and in-laws are a good combination. What do you think?
0: Neil, I am programmed to say no when I
1: hear Boyton Beach. <laughs> That's what you told me. That's what you told me to say. You're doing well, young Jedi. <laughs>
0: And we're back. Welcome back to the Oz Bombers podcast. We're available on all of your Listen. favorite podcasting apps. So, Neil, uh, did you watch the Kentucky Derby this weekend?
1: I did not. I do know the funny thing. I did not watch it. I know. I don't know. I know the horse that won. But when I saw the prelim, the guy with the white hair. Yes. Yes. Bob. But I, I, I said, late, I said the least. I said that guy's horse is going to win, and sure enough, that guy's horse is won. He he always yeah.
0: wins. I, I want to run this by you. So this okay, is I'm another say origin saying.
1: Okay. Uh, a general theme that we have in the podcast. Yes, we probably kind of bring these up. And a general them theme. Off. We bring these up
0: because we're curious. Exactly. We're curious fellows.
1: We're inquisitive. Spudges, I like to call
0: myself. So the saying is, get... <sighs> your goat get your goat all right so this is an idiom about making somebody annoyed or angry so my sisters jody and jill know all about getting the goat that i always get get their goat so I,
1: I i might do that also i don't know i might have that tendency i just might
0: <laughs> neil may seem unflappable but i know a way to get his goat so that just means we know how to uh you know
1: Push each, other, person. push each other's buttons.
0: Right. And goat is sometimes a slang term for anger. But the exact origin of this phrase has been lost. But the one that keeps popping up is from the early 1900s coming from horse racing. Really? Yeah. Trainers, or or this is the way the legend goes, goats were thought to have a calming effect on high-strung thoroughbreds. So a goat was placed in the horse's stall the night before the race to calm them down. So if you really wanted to get somebody's goat, you would steal the goat. So that way the horse would be all unsettled and ill-tempered the next day and you would bet against them. No evidence to support this story, but that's that's a tradition that's out there.
1: Were there hanky panky going on to settle the horses down? I mean, that's what it's my head's going on. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, do, do you and, like? Go- no, I like that, that. That makes sense, but I never
0: heard that before. Do you like goats in general? Yes. Goat milk, goat cheese. No. No. <laughs> goat cheese, maybe. Goat yoga. Goat yoga. Goat, goat, goat yoga. Goat yoga. Uh,
1: uh, 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 uh.
0: My little sister Jill is terrified of goats, so hopefully she's.
1: Why? Now, why is she? Why is she terrified of goats? Did she get attacked by goats?
0: I think at one of those petting zoos where you like hold the goat chow in, in a mm-hmm. little uh, styrofoam cup, and she got like pummeled by a bunch of goats just trying to get that food from her.
1: Well, you know what? Maybe it's next it's Frederick Fair coming up in this fall, we'll, we'll buy we one and get to just, we'll just have a test to get so she get over the phobia.
0: We should do that. We should do that. We help people as well on this.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Face your fear. Oh, what's that? What's going on?
0: Neil, we have a story here from the OC Bombers news desk. Tease mm-hmm. this a little bit earlier. This Ooh, yes, story the music. is called "Musical Tastes Great."
1: Musical Tastes Great.
0: Now you and I less filling tastes great. <laughs> now you and I have fun judging people by their <clears throat> musical tastes, right? I
1: do. That's my, that's that, that's my that's my first uh, gate.
0: That, that is your <laughs> wheelhouse. That is your wheelhouse right there. Science now says you can judge people by their taste in music. Multiple psychological studies support the idea that musical preferences are linked to our cognitive styles. So in the way we think about, react to the world around us. Just
1: by that abstract, this is validating my whole life, (laughs) but you may continue.
0: (laughs) One study shows a link between preferred musical genres and our capacity for empathy. So empathy, you know, is our ability to identify, predict, respond appropriately to other people. Sure, sure, sure. So if you're a type E person, that means you're empathetic, okay? Okay. You have a bias towards mellow music that might fall within R&B or soft rock, while intense dimension people, maybe like me, prefer heavy metal or hard rock, and they show a bias towards systemizing or logic-based thinking rather than showing empathy. Okay. So heavy metal... Hard rock, you're a logical thinker. If you're empathetic. You like the soft rock and the R and B, but now now here's something that might show up what if you like it all. Okay. So here's a link between E individuals with music. <clears throat> okay. Gentle, warm, and sensual type of music for the E people, you might like depressing, sad, or songs with emotional depth. That oh, that's type me. Of music. Yes. So you're you're definitely an E.
1: I know. The darker the better for me.
0: <laughs> Neil, your love. Yeah of crappy music it's, yes it's
1: genetic no 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 i i i i would i i don't like that uh the, i i i do believe you could categorize people by music but i would have different 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 boxes <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought that was interesting. like No, no I I agree with that actually. But honestly, I actually did. It's funny you should bring this up. I actually did see this study over the last oh few few weeks because I was looking. I was thinking about something else for something else in the future podcast, and I I stumbled upon this. So interesting.
0: Yeah, I I find it interesting that the harder rock is more logic based. People like right. that. Well, well, there you go. I, your lo- your love of music. <coughs> it's it's all about you, Neil. Well, of course, it
1: but but then again, once again, I want to make some, but that. But but I, I I have a different boxing. Like I, you know, if somebody, if I know somebody likes, uh, let's say Boston, for example, the band Boston. Yes. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Good classic yeah. rock band. My mind goes to like, oh my god, really? They, 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 they this is their favorite band. If they bring us up for a band that, like, you say, hey, what kind of music do like? I like? Boston. If they say Boston, right away, I was like, I just, I shut down. I physically shut down. What, I was like, what is I have it to about wa- Boston? Uh, I have to walk away. Why? Why? What is it, it about they, Boston? It's nothing about it, Boston, but like they, they're like, that's like they had one album, Was it, it got played to death. And it Oh, just, yes. And okay. then after that, nothing happened with them. There was one album. <laughs> Let's be clear. Neil, that's all you need, and you can for no. the rest of your life. That's all you need. I agree with that. But for somebody to tell me that if you talk about music in the first band, they bring up Boston, that kind of just gives me like, I just, I I I, I, I really, I get into a fetal position. Boston or Sticks? Are you putting a gun to my head? Yep. Sticks. I I, I would choose Sticks in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I think there's more there. Come sell away. Come sell away. Come
1: sell away with me. Mm -hmm. Oh, another one.
0: We have another story here. Oh, Dateline, Florida.
1: Are you ready for this? Here we go. A man from Florida.
0: Mark Johnson, 61 years old, was walking his dog along the canal in Port St. Lucie. Oh, very nice. With his eight-year-old golden retriever, when he saw an alligator turn towards them.
1: Oh, I don't now, like this story. Do we want to
0: predict where this is going or not?
1: Yeah, well, that's why you heard, me, you, heard you heard the ah.
0: Well, Mark Johnson got his foot stuck in the mud. And then he saw the alligator lunge toward himself, and it grabbed his leg. Uh, and here's Mark Johnson's quote. Are you ready? Okay, I'm listening. He starts clamping down pretty tight, and he started to pull. And the next thing I do, I poke him right through the eye.
1: <laughs> so pre-
0: pretty much like with his finger. So, okay. So it's exactly like Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. Carl Weathers <laughs> gets his hand bit off by the alligator. Yeah, so Johnson said he stuck his finger right in the gator's eye and the alligator swam away. So he had to limp home with blood dripping down his leg. Oh, my and God. his wife, yes, Mark Johnson, is married. What about his dog? Uh, the dog's fine, apparently. Oh, okay, okay. But his wife cleaned the wound and then took him to the hospital. He had 12 puncture wounds. Wow. 60 stitches and another five on his finger that got cut when he poked the gator in the eye. So the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission trapped the gator about three days later.
1: Interesting. The, the lesson here is if you poke an alligator in the eye, they run away. Poke it in the eye, man. Oh.
0: Uh, and this is a follow-up to the story. Mince, Mr. Johnson is said to have been seen around town with a nice new pair of shoes and a briefcase.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> get it? Get it? He's talking about alligator. I, I, I understand. Yeah. So, so is that a thing? Alligator that's shoes? That's a, alligator... Uh, alligator briefcases,
0: I think, are a thing, aren't they? Are they still? Know. Probably not anymore. I don't know. Listen, we grew up in the 70s. Everybody had alligator skin, everything, right?
1: That's true. It's true. Snake ever- skin.
0: Have you ever eaten uh, alligator nuggets? No, any alligator at all? I don't think I. Have I'm,
1: a, I'm not a big. I, I'm not an adventurous eater. I, I've not eaten a lot of wild, gamey things. I mean, if somebody, if I go someplace and I'll eat, I'll, I'll eat it. But I'm not going out of my way to eat it. What but if, if somebody offers it to me? I should say.
0: What if somebody put alligator inside of a Yankee Doodle? I hope it make it a little moist, because <laughs> it needs
1: to be moist. Exactly. Neil, did you know? Oh, we switched it to a did you know now. Yeah, yeah. Did you know? We're, we're all over the place with this podcast. It's great. <laughs> the toy Barbie's
0: full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. And what's Ken's name? Uh, Ken Douchebagius. <laughs> all right, but ba- ba- what's her name? Ba- Barbie, what? Barbara Millicent Roberts. There you go. That's a great trivia question, right there. Millicent. Millicent, middle name Millicent. Yeah, Roberts. Ms. Roberts. I wow. Barbara. So if you know any Barbaras, just start
1: calling them Barbie. Well, we do.
0: Or Babs. Babs. Babs is always a good nickname. Oh, Oh, I love Uh Babs.
1: Did you know? Did you? Oh, wait, 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 about more did you know. Let's go.
0: Carrots were originally purple. I did know that. (laughs) Why? Why did you know that? And why did they change to orange? I don't get it
1: um you could you can get all flavor um i found that out a bobby flay, but i don't i don't know why that is but I you oh know you that.
0: and bobby flay
1: oh i, I have it a- every
0: week you and bobby flay bobby this bobby that bobby this bobby that i wonder if prince always had purple carrots <laughs> <laughs> neil did you know vending
1: machines are twice as likely to kill you as a shark Okay, <laughs> I did not know that but as I'm thinking about it, I know the probabilities are probably, uh we have more interaction with vending machines. How would you die if vending machines fall on you? Is that how you would die?
0: I would assume so you know, when they get stuck and you start shaking it, you know, it probably right. falls over on you and kills right.
1: you. I mean, in Breaking Bad, that ATM fell on, I mean, you know, remember he killed that guy with the phone, the ATM That's fell on
0: right. him? That's right. He did. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome and fun. So,
1: Neil, uh, our
0: next episode, we are going to be back together in the OC Bomber Podcast Studios.
1: Very exciting! I'm Very so exciting. excited.
0: We we've got the shots, we've got the vaccine, we're ready to do this. We'll we'll still be distant across the table.
1: Yeah, sure. We'll do appropriate things, but we'll but we'll have, babe, we'll see how it goes. We'll you know see if we still like each other. I
0: <laughs> I feel like doing inappropriate things though. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And we got some new equipment, so hopefully it sounds good.
1: Um, Scott, I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) wear.
0: Now, listen, um, we've been saying – Do I have to wear a
1: collar collar, shirt or –
0: No, 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 no. 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 I'll I'll just be wearing my Speedo because I'll be coming from the pool because the pool will be open by then.
1: Maybe I'll take a dip.
0: Now, let's talk about climate change because we really haven't gotten – are you serious scruffy really all right so uh next week you're going to be traveling but when we come back we're going to be together and i think we're going to be doing a new mount rushmore that the people demanded how about that <laughs> thank you for listening to the lc bombers podcast we're available on amazon apple google iHeartRadio, radio pandora amazon, spotify and stitcher leave us your feedback and comments until
1: next time so long see you neil hi scotty